If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad podcast with Chris Finn, a production of P4S Golf. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad. My name is Chris Finn, and I'm your host, and I'm excited to be here with my good friend, uh, Mr. Bobby Pringle, our director of research here at P4S Golf. And today we are going to be diving into what the heck should you be doing in the offseason? Uh, you know, it's colder in a lot of areas in the country right now. It's really cold um, out here. Depending when you listen to this, if you maybe it's the summer in North America, maybe you live down in Australia, and then it's your offseason at that point. Whenever, wherever you are, Basically, what we're going to talk about is when you're not playing as much golf, what are some of the elements that we want to be you know, focusing on? We're going to, we're, we, this is a two-part podcast, the first one of these we've ever done, because getting Bobby to shut up when he's talking about the science behind training is hard. So we're going to, so, so we're going to you know, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, definitely go back to some earlier episodes to learn about the mobility that's required in terms of rotary centers and what the science says around that. I believe we actually talked about that in yep. one of our episodes together. You got it. Um, but today we're going to focus on uh, basically the strength training side of things. Um, sometimes it's a little scary for golfers. Very uh, scary. I literally just got off the phone with a PGA Tour player and he's getting ready to start working with us. And he's like, I'm don't I'm kind of afraid of the strength training. I just want to do just enough. Like there's there's a fear at the highest high levels and all the way down. Uh, to juniors and their parents and you know all the way up to 85 year olds 90 year olds um you know part two we will get into speed and, and all that sort of stuff yep um but this is definitely before we even talk about speed we number one need to have the mobility go listen to an earlier uh pod on on that that we've done probably plenty of podcasts about mobility <laughs> there are a few um but let, let's talk about strength bobby and like starting out i guess just from a high level what is it like what what do people need to know so i always start with you know if i were to only have people do one thing during the off season when they're playing less golf this is the perfect time to work on strength training all right so i always start with what what is strength training okay um lifting a five pound dumbbell is not strength training right but it's not no sorry (laughs) your legs might show otherwise but so it has to be heavier than my child's backpack. Is you what you're got saying. it. Yeah. If it's an everyday object, right, you're not creating the stimulus needed to actually get stronger. Right. 
Um, so it's got to be heavy and heavy is a relative term for some people. Heavy might be 600 pounds mm -hmm. for someone starting off. Heavy might be 25 pounds, yep. right? It's all relative. Um, and the most important thing when it comes to strength training is that you're getting enough of that stimulus and you're doing it frequently enough that you're going to make those benefits. That's why it's so important to do when you're not playing as much golf, because if you do strength training, right, you're going to be sore. You're going to be fatigued. You're going to be tired. You don't want to do that when you're playing golf. Right. You want to save that for the times where, hey, I know I'm not playing this week because it's too cold. I can just go home and chill on my couch after my good intense strength training session. For sure. Yeah. Now, when we're talking about strength training, like, are we talking like bodybuilding, like Arnold, you know, like the <laughs> Schwarzenegger? Or are we talking about, you know, I think, I mean, shoot, you go on Instagram, go on anywhere on social, Instagram, uh -huh. Facebook. I mean, you just scroll, type fitness. You got people flipping tires. You got other people oh, doing yeah. Pilates. You got some people doing yoga. I mean, you know, golf fitness. Oh, that's, oh, that's that's a scary tag. You got, yeah. you got people swinging golf clubs on Bosu balls. Right. Like like what? What the heck is like? What are we talking about when we're saying strength training? Let's keep it as simple as possible. All right. So to be as time efficient as you can, you want to emphasize compound movements. Which, right. Which what the heck's a compound movement? A squat, a deadlift. Right? So multiple joints moving. Multiple muscles, multiple joints, big movement patterns. So me doing my curls, my arm curls. Curls for girls. It works for Bobby Ray. What if, what if I move my wrist too? And then it's multiple <laughs> joints, right? Yeah, I, not necessarily. <laughs> okay. All right, Maybe, so curls don't count. Got it. If you have all the time in the world, do some curls. They're fun, right? Yep. They make you feel good about yourself. But if you're just trying to improve your golf performance, that's not going to move the needle. Right. So you really need to emphasize big movements that work a lot of your muscles. Mm -hmm. The other thing is you need to do them with heavy enough weights. This is the biggest mistake I see people make is a general rule of thumb is if you can do 10 reps with a certain weight and you, you stop and you're like, man, I could have done 10 more. That's a complete waste of time. Mm -hmm. Okay. That might be good for a warm up set to get your body moving, but you need to be working in a range where like five to 10 reps is really difficult. Mm -hmm. Right. That last rep, you actually like had to struggle. Right. And that's something that a lot of people, first of all, they've never done that before. Mm -hmm. So it can be a little scary. 100%. Yeah. And then it, there's a lot of bad myths around that. Right. Oh, it's going to make me slow. It's going to make me tight. Maybe in the short term, but that's why we do this during the off season. So that you can sure. actually put that intensity that you need to get stronger. For sure. Yeah. And uh, it's actually funny. I went to the, the gym this morning. I did, I did bench today and some shoulder stuff. And there's a the basketball court. So I went and I started trying to dribble and shoot. And it was literally like lifting lead off my yeah. arms trying to shoot, right? Or or you you pull up and the ball is like 40 feet over the basket. Exactly, like, right? Exactly. But, but I think that to your point of what you're saying, the myth, I think a lot of people think if I lift heavy, that's how I'm going to feel Long for the term. next three days. And that's not true. Literally in like six, seven minutes, you know, you're, you're back to normal. Like right. you're, you're good. You're fine. Right. And people stop laughing at me as I can't even reach the hoop on, a, on, a, <laughs> on the shot. Cause my arms literally feel like lead, but that's just, there's a, there's an acute or short-term fatigue that exactly. goes away. And, and I think the other thing that people don't think about is like actually going through those bouts of difficult strength training actually helps your recovery, which actually helps you, you know, think of the golf course where you hit a ball you got to wait five minutes, walk to the next one, yeah. hit it again, go to like, there's a, there's an endurance element that will come from the getting stronger. There's also mobility that you're able to maintain because right. you're strong enough to actually keep it like so many benefits. Um, really, unless you're a moron with your strength training, there's not really a downside. I, I tell people all the time, cause 
people ask, well, is getting stronger going to help me swing faster? Mm -hmm. I always make a, a poker analogy, right? Getting really strong is like giving yourself a really good starting hand in poker. Mm -hmm. It doesn't guarantee that you're going to win, right? but it sets you up for success and it gives you a really high likelihood that that's going to happen. Right. My other point is if you look at stronger people versus weaker people, just make a general comparison, stronger people are going to get hurt way less and they're going to recover a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest things we actually ran this little study, just kind of looking at numbers a couple weeks ago. And we looked at people who have been working out with us for a long time. And then we looked at people who hadn't maybe just starting up, mm -hmm. right? The folks who were just starting up with us say they threw their back out, right? They're going to take three months before they're really feeling good again mm -hmm. and getting back to normal. Yep. We had a member in here the other day who got to the point, his hip hurt so bad. He was scared to play golf. He literally played the next day after a session. Yeah. He's been doing strength training for five years, right? right? It was Bob. Yeah. He's been here three, four, five times a week for, for five, five years, years at yeah. least. Yeah. And he was like, my hip is killing me. One session, he's back to normal. Yeah. And I think that's definitely a, an important connection point that isn't made mm -hmm. in the general public. And I think even less so with golfers is that the stronger that you are, I think some people, you, know, you had the whole Bryson kind of that thing yeah, was made kind of big. Yeah, right. Everything. And like, so people are like, oh, if I get bigger, you look at the long drive guys and you're like, oh, they're pretty big humans. They're all big guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, you know, you think of, oh, bigger, stronger, faster. Um, you know, I think we don't necessarily think bigger, stronger guy can recover from an injury quicker or right. I'm less likely to get hurt. Um, and I think the other fallacy that a lot of people have is if you get bigger and stronger that you no longer are mobile and that, uh, and that you're going to have a shorter backswing and all that sort of stuff. Right. I, you asked like, is this bodybuilding style training? I, I don't think it's so far off from that. Cause if you actually go back and look at like your seventies and eighties, you know, the golden age of bodybuilding, mm -hmm. those guys were doing the splits, right? right? They were like crazy flexible. Um, they're huge, yeah. right? You don't have to be muscle bound and tight just because you're super strong. Right. Um, they're two completely different physical qualities, not to get too sciencey, but they're not going to be, you know, negatively affecting each other. Right. You and can be super flexible and super right. strong. They're not mutually time. exclusive. Like yeah. you can have both. And I think the other piece that you know, I was, this is early on in my career. I made a, a circle with like four quadrants Yeah. and now we use it all the time, which I think is kind of funny because <laughs> I was just trying to explain it. I think to like, I, was like, I think I was explaining to like a kid and I was like, or maybe his parent. And I was like, right. how do we, yeah, and they're, they're like, doing? well, he's stronger. Why isn't he faster? And I'm like, well, look, because there's these different quadrants and yes, he's more mobile and yes, he's stronger. So like, AKA I did my job, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> but there's these other quadrants of technique yeah. and equipment and, you know, you can get into kinematic sequencing, kinetic usage of the ground and, and those, and it's really getting into the weeds. But, you know, the kid, he was a terrible golfer. And like he had no efficiency whatsoever in his golf swing. And that's to your point, you can get really strong and you can get really you know, flexible, particularly in the hips and the shoulders and the spine and the neck in terms right. of rotationally. But just because you do that doesn't guarantee the speed is going to exactly. be there. What it does do is it increases the potential for speed, correct? It, it makes it easier to gain speed, right? Like I remember the first time I picked up a driver in our facility. Mm -hmm. This is like when I just started out. 
right? This is when, for all of you listening, this it was, is when Bobby was an intern. It was coaching classes at six in the morning. Swing. Yeah. Also, you at six in the morning is pretty hideous, too. It's just all around. It was Nobody really ugly. <laughs> um, but I'd, I'd been doing some pretty heavy powerlifting training for a while. Yeah. And I picked up a driver who was swinging like 120. Yeah. Now, it wasn't sustainable. It looked awful. Yeah. I don't even know if I made contact with the ball. Right? <laughs> Questionable. We'll have, to, we'll have to go look at old video. There's probably a ball still in the ceiling of the old facility I mean, from that swing. Yeah, you know, we actually got our security deposit back when we left That's there. That's shocking. Yeah, the amount of holes that we left <laughs> in those walls is, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting it. but Regardless, the point is, right, I had a good potential to build swing, mm-hmm. right? But then I'm not going to get faster just by getting stronger, right? right? We have a, another coach, Garrett, right? Mm-hmm. He's a, you know, at the time, like a U.S. record holder mm-hmm. for his weight class. Yeah. I have to tell him all the time. He's going to be mad if I call him out on this. Like, you don't need to squat 600 pounds more. Right. We got to work on your swing technique at this point. Exactly. Like, exactly. You're just muscling it. You don't have the technique to actually turn all that potential into speed. Yeah. And I think that's such an important piece for everyone listening that this is, it's a multifaceted approach where obviously 100%. we talk about mobility all the time. Strength to me is like the ugly stepchild of golf performance. training. Like the golfers don't want to talk about strength because it's hard. You got to like, it doesn't happen immediately. Like oh, it you, takes a long time, right? Like you have to like show up and do the work, but we can go get a speed training device and magically my nervous system made me faster or right. I can do mobility and you know, Literally within two weeks, my pain feels better. You see the quick and gains. Like, like there's these quick gains. Strength is this like this middle ground of grinding a little bit in a program mm-hmm. for people where, you know, it, but it's so, it doesn't have immediate results, but it just amplifies where all of a sudden the mobility now sticks. Right. It doesn't revert and you continually have to roll the same spot all the single, all the, the time. The speed right? sticks. The speed sticks, right? So, no pun intended, huh. I guess, speed sticks. <laughs> Didn't even see that one. Um, but I think the, the the point that is missed for people is while it's not the most exciting part, I think it's probably one of the most important mm-hmm. because not only does it you know increase the speed of recovery and do these all these other great things, increase your potential for speed, but it also amplifies the other elements of the physicality that we're trying to get right. you to have when it comes to swinging the golf club. Yep. I, I would add, too, it's, it's the fountain of youth when it comes to longevity, yeah. right? Um, once you get to a point where you're able to maintain high levels of strength throughout your whole lifespan, that just opens the door for you to enjoy life, golf, all that good stuff longer and longer. Right. right. So I would be a remiss, sorry, I can't even speak. I'd, <laughs> I'd be remiss if I had you here and didn't ask for a number. So you're the numbers guy. Yeah. So like if for everyone listening, like if you are, you know, the big lifts that we always talk about, you know, mm-hmm. obviously there's lots of things you can do, but the big ones that we've kind of looked at it, you know, actually we've looked a lot, but these are the ones we, <laughs> we, we use as benchmarks is you have kind of the bench press, you have the squat, you have the deadlift, you have the yeah. row. Like what, if you had to give people an idea of like what, how strong is strong enough or a number mm-hmm. to shoot for, you know, what, how, how would you guide that conversation? I, so I would start with, Asking the person, what's their experience, right? Mm-hmm. Have they been doing strength training for a long period of time or a short period of time? Mm-hmm. It's also about what are your goals, right? The benchmarks are different if you want to be top 16 in the world long drive than if you just want to be able to play, you know, on a golf trip right. for four days straight, mm-hmm. right? I, I think a good general rule of thumb is first, you should be able to do all of those lifts with a barbell, right? Not everyone 
comes in and has the motor control or the movement patterns to even do those in the first place. Nope. <laughs> I do not. Can confirm. <laughs> I I mean, I've seen some some squats where I was like, is that is that what you got from what I described? <laughs> I'm like, I must have said something wrong because yeah. that's not a squat. Yeah. So I want people to be able to do that in the first place. Right. So just start there. Mm -hmm. Right. Then you want to try to build up like a good benchmark for your lower body, the squat and the deadlift is if you can at least do your body weight, mm -hmm. you're ahead of a lot of golfers out there. Right. Right. If you want to talk about, Hey, I want to set club head speed records, right. Then, okay. We need to bump that number up, right? One time body weight isn't going to cut it. Mm -hmm. You're now looking at one and a half, mm -hmm. two times. Yeah. Right. The, the bigger point is there kind of comes a point of diminishing returns yeah. where I don't have the time and the energy to dedicate to get stronger. That's probably about the point where it kind of levels off, right? right? You, you only have a certain amount of time. We're not power lifters, right? We want to get better at golf. <laughs> Do right? a lift and wait for five minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, if you're, if you have to spend two and a half hours to improve your squat, that's not really moving the needle. Now, if we put a short game area where the where the golfer was resting, <laughs> actually would also probably help handicap too. Right, right? and they could work on their putting. You get, or a, you get at least sixty minutes of short game practice <laughs> right. in between your lifts. Maybe we're onto something. Maybe, but it could be like that basketball, right? Yeah. You just did some squats, and now you're sending the wedge. Exactly. Yards yeah, that's down that's a fair point. The parking lot. Right? So, so if we think of the highest of high level, because this is what everybody's always interested in. Right? right. I know we've done some studies where we looked at like at what point. Did like back pain go away and stuff with yep. some of the higher higher um, like LPGA uh, women, but like what if I'm a high high level player? I'm trying to play you know, Division One golf. I'm trying to maybe go pro. Right. Like, is there a what is there a point where like diminishing return tends to occur? I th about that one and a half to two times body weight mm -hmm. for your squat and your deadlift. Yeah. That's about the point where you don't need to increase that much right. more. So if I weigh 200 pounds and I can squat 300 pounds mm -hmm. to 400 pounds, somewhere in there. Yeah, you're probably good. Probably pretty good. Right. What about upper body? Um, so bench press, like anywhere from, heck, even three quarters of a body weight for some folks. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're up in the one and a half range, think about it. If you're 200 pounds and you're bench pressing 300, mm -hmm. That's pretty stout, right? Right, exactly. Um, you probably don't need to keep bench pressing a whole <laughs> lot more. That might not move the needle in terms of your golf performance very much. Correct. Cool. So now, I guess for you know, as we're kind of trying to wrap, so we got a whole other part to to yeah, do here. So, absolutely. Um, but if you had to, anything we missed in the strength side of things that we want to make sure that everybody listening as they're going into off season, or maybe just who knows, maybe you're listening to this in the peak of your season, right? You're saying, hey, I need to get stronger. Anything else that we you feel like we need to cover the, from what the science that we're, that we're you know, seeing and all the stats and everything that, that we should share? I, I think I always emphasize this in the off season because it, you don't want to try to be pushing your strength while you're being competitive with your golf game, right? right? Um, that is almost detrimental. Mm -hmm. It's going to mess with your short-term mobility. It's going to mess with your short-term fine motor skills, mm -hmm. right? You're... Iron distances might get different. Right. And that means, and just to clarify, that means like if you're going hard at like your, your yeah. beat after a workout, exactly. this is not you're like sore, you're tired, you're right. fatigued. Like, this isn't, this oh, isn't three by 10 with a weight I could have done 60 reps with. It right. doesn't count. Right. So this means you can start and start to learn the form and start to do right. it hundred percent in the peak of your season without oh, seeing any detrimental uh, issues. It's when you start going to like 
like failure. And exactly. Like right. Carrying oh, lots I, of tissue. To I you. did the fifth rep of bench press and I just and it took me 15 it. seconds to get it up. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So just to clarify, right. it is okay to do strength training at any point in the year. It's okay to start it at any point in the year. But intense strength training, where right. you're really trying to push your strength levels, mm-hmm. can be detrimental, particularly in the high, high point of the season. That's exactly. the better time to do that is when you're okay being a little sore. You're okay if you're not at your peak. Exactly. And that's typically the off-season. That's what yeah. the off-season's for, right? And I, that's where I tell people, too, it is really important to have an off-season, even if it's a couple months for your goals, right. Right. so that you can build that strength, build those tissues that's going to help you stay healthy and playing your best for as long as possible. And that's honestly one of the biggest challenges we have. I literally had to call this guy on the PGA Tour. He's got to go to final stage. And it's like you know, his off season is going to be a couple weeks, couple weeks right? Yeah. So, so it's, you're really looking at like the highest of high levels are like starting to do strength training mm-hmm. at a time where, you know, if they can do it at any point, like before final stage of Q school, right? Like anybody listening, you, yep. you can do it now. Granted, it's going to be, let's look at technique. Let's start light. Let's right. just get used, body used to moving in these patterns again. We're not throwing a barbell and say, all right, let's, max go, out let's today. go. We're going 90% of your one <laughs> rep max till failure and just yeah. going to keep going. Yeah, that's just, that stuff. sounds awful. And that would not be good for the golf That's off season stuff. Yeah. Um, I just had to get that in there because that's one of my biggest pet peeves when I talk to a golfer and they're like, ah, you know, I, I can't start right now. I'm playing golf. I'm like, dude. You can you can, you can start like like please start now because you're gonna get way better like he's like oh, I got three more months of golf I'm like well you're gonna suck in three months relative to what you could have been if we started now right. you'd be you know you'd be so much better at the end of that three months if we started now than if you do nothing and then you wait to start exactly now, if you're waiting now you're three months weaker right like like you you were not like so it's just, anyway and little, the best, little the best time to plant a tree was twenty years ago amen brother right amen. The best time to start your strength training program was yesterday, folks. Yeah, well, that's the second best time. Uh, is yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Third best time is today. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cool. Well, Bobby, thanks as always for being on here. Hopefully, we diffused a few uh, few myths out there. Yep. Um, and uh, you know, obviously, those of you listening who uh, have any more you know interest in strength training like that, obviously, you know, we have tons of resources. Bobby is the uh, the brainchild of a lot of that, um, and his eyes see cross often from all the data and numbers that he looks at but it's always a blast to have you here uh definitely stay tuned we got part two coming up in the is in our next episode here with bobby mm-hmm. where we're going to be getting into speed um and uh obviously most of you care more about that but strength you should care more about <laughs> but but we definitely got to talk about speed and the science behind that and um there's actually a lot of things to watch out honestly i think more things to watch out for when it comes to speed than strength. I a think lot of nuance. I think speed training actually is probably more dangerous than strength training. Oh, if I had yes. to rate them in terms of injury rate. Uh, big misconception not even there a, too. Not even a question on that. Yeah. So, uh, but thanks all for listening. I hope you guys uh, got a, a lot of, little bit of knowledge. And hopefully a lot. Hopefully even, if, even if you got a little, that's great. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind, so you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. 
For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait, did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.